Did the Falcons find their starting running back? Probably not. And who's moving up and down in the dynasty rankings? Let's talk about it right now on Fantasy Football Today in 5. And good morning to you. It is Wednesday morning, recording this on Tuesday afternoon. Adam Azer and Heath Cummings here on FFT and 5, getting you caught up fast on the news and advice you need to know. Hey, follow us and stream us on Spotify, won't you? And tell your friends. All right, Heath, uh, let's talk about Mike Davis. Two years, $5.5 million, up and down with the Panthers, but you know, overall pretty solid, uh, You know, replacing McCaffrey last year. Do you think this is the starting running back for the Falcons in 2021? Uh, what, what I tweeted when it happened was that he is... Um, instantly the best running back on the Falcons roster. And I would not expect that to last more than about six weeks. Um, <laughs> I think they will probably draft someone, but I moved him to right around 35 in my running back rankings for now. Um, a little bit ahead of where I had Edo Smith before this. If some, nothing happens during the draft, then obviously that will change everything. But I would be very surprised if they go into the year with Mike Davis and Edo Smith and Kadri Ellison as their three running backs. Okay, let's talk about Dynasty here. We're going to have a, a full-length show on Thursday on Fantasy Football Today dedicated to this. But you wrote Dynasty winners and losers. Give me two Dynasty winners. I thought the biggest one, or at least the most high-profile biggest winner, was Aaron Jones. Just because we had some concern about where he was going to go um, he now has the security in an offense that has made him one of the top touchdown scorers amongst running backs over the past two seasons. And he's going to be sharing with A.J. Dillon instead of Jamal Williams. And he's still a pretty good age. I, I, he was a guy that bef- when we were uncertain about his future, I think I had him 15th at running back, 14th at running back in Dynasty. Um, I moved him all the way up to number seven. And part of that's because Josh Jacobs fell a little bit as well. But uh, he's number seven now in my running back dynasty rankings. Okay, give me one more. Um, well, I mean, it's cheating a little bit to say these guys, but I would still say, um, no, I'll do it give you different because we talked about Cam Newton before. I'll say Daniel Jones. Daniel hey. Jones, absolutely. Um, we breathe life into the possibility of him being a relevant fantasy quarterback once again. And he's young enough and runs enough that... Um, that's pretty exciting for dynasty purposes. I'm definitely more excited about him for dynasty purposes than I am in redraft. I'm currently working on a weird stat about teams that threw fewer than 15 touchdown passes in the last five years and how many they threw the following year. So tune in Thursday to find out the results. I just started going through this here, but 12 touchdown passes for the Giants next year. So it's like, can they really, can they get to 20? Can they get to 25? Something like that. That'd be a huge Huge jump. All right, let's do some Dynasty Losers here. Dynasty Losers, give me a couple. I was not very excited about uh, what happened for Mike Evans with the fact that Chris Godwin is back and Rob Gronkowski is back and Evans now entering his age 28 season. We all know that the targets, the catches, the yards weren't enough last year to be an elite wide receiver. He's not going to score at that rate. He might not score at half of the rate that he did last year. You look at this situation that he's got with a crowded receiving core, still kind of a question for the long-term future about his quarterback, and it doesn't look like there's enough targets there. I had him at uh, 13, and he has fallen to 18th now amongst wide receivers in Dynasty. He's not someone that gets any edge for his age, and there's a little concern about the short term too. Where's Godwin? Godwin I have at number 12. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Uh, so that's one loser, Mike Evans. By the way, in 10 years, we'll be doing this show saying, well, I don't know about his quarterback. He could retire any any year now. Uh, give me one more loser. Yeah, I mean, uh, in 10 guys. years, uh, he'll probably be on a different team, even if, <laughs> if Tom Brady's still there. I, th- I I gave you some a little bit of sugar with the Daniel Jones, but what a disastrous month or two for Evan Ingram. Yeah. Like, talking about a guy that hasn't scored more than three touchdowns in a season since his rookie year. And they had not only Kyle Rudolph, but now a true number one for Ingram to play with. Uh, I'm concerned about his short-term value. I'm concerned about his long-term value. And he's not really young anymore anyway. Like, it's not, we're past the point of saying, well, yeah, but Evan Ingram's so exciting and young. He has upside. He's just kind of a in his prime tight end. And... There's a little concern moving forward. We'll just wait until they draft Kyle Pitts. Then we'll be even, <laughs> even that more would help. Well, that might actually be better because then we'd know that Evan Ingram was going to play for somebody else next year. Sure, sure. All right, that's it for Fantasy Football Today in 5. Much more of this on Fantasy Football Today. Follow that one and stream it on Spotify. For Heath Cummings, I'm Adam Azer. We will talk to you tomorrow with some NFL draft scouting reports uh, on FFT in 5. Thanks.